Section 9 of The Old Soak and Hail and Farewell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Matthew D. Robinson. The Old Soak and Hail and Farewell by Don Marquis. Chapter 9 Preparing for Christmas. Christmas, said the Old Soak, will soon be here. But me, I ain't going to look at it. I ain't got the heart to face it. I'm going to crawl off and make arrangements to go to sleep on the 23rd of December and not wake up until the 2nd of January. Them that is in favor of a denaturized Christmas won't be interfered with by me. I got no grudge against them. But I won't intrude any on them either. They can pass through the holidays in an orgy of sobriety and I'll be all alone in my own little room, with my memories and a case of bourbon to bear me up. I never could look on Christmas with the naked eye. It makes me so darn sad, Christmas does. There's the kids. I used to give them presents, and my tendency was to weep as I give them. Poor little rascals, I said to myself. They think life is going to be just one Christmas tree after another, but it ain't. And then I think of all the Christmases past I had spent with good friends, and how they was all gone, or on their way. And I think of all the poor folks on Christmas, and how the efforts made for them at that season was only a drop in the bucket to what they'd need the year around. And along about December 23rd, I always got so downhearted and sentimental and discouraged about the whole darn universe, I nearly died with melancholy. In years past, the remedy was at hand. A few drinks and I could look even Christmas in the face. A few more and I'd stand under the mistletoe and sing, God rest ye merry gentlemen. And by the night of Christmas Day, I had kidded myself into thinking I liked it and wanted to keep it up for a week. But this Christmas, there ain't going to be any general iniquity used to season the grand religious festival with, except among a few of us old soaks that has it laid away. I ain't got the heart to look on all the melancholy critters that will be remembering the drinks they had last year. And I ain't going to trot my own feelings out and make them public, neither. No, sir. Me, I'm going to hibernate like a bear that goes to sleep with his thumb in his mouth. Only it won't be a thumb I have in my mouth. My house will be full of children and grandchildren, and there will be a passel of my wife's relations that is always boosted for prohibition but any of them ain't going to see the old man. 
I won't mingle in any of them debilitated festivities. I ain't any old Scrooge, but I respect the memory of the old-time Christmas, and I'm going to have mine all by myself. The melancholy part of it that comes first, and the cure for the melancholy. This country ain't worthy to share in my kind of a Christmas, and I ain't so much as going to stick my head out of the window and let it smell my breath till after the holidays is over. I got presents for all of them, but none of them is to be allowed to open the old man's door and poke any presents into his room for him. They ain't worthy to give me presents. The people in general in this country ain't and I won't take none from them. They might have got together and stopped this prohibition thing before it got such a start, but they didn't have the gumption. I've seceded, I have. And if any of my wife's prohibition relations comes sniffing and smelling around my door, where I've locked myself in, I'll put a bullet through the door. You hear me? And I'll know who's sniffing, too, for I can tell a prohibitionist sniff as far as I can hear it. I got a bar of my own wall fixed up in my bedroom, and there's going to be a hot water kettle nearby it and a bowl of this here Tom and Jerry setting on to it as big as life. And every time I wake up, I'll crawl out of bed and say to myself, Better have just one more. Well now, myself will say to me, just one. I really hadn't order to have that one. I've had so many. But just one goes. And then we'll mix it right solemn and pour in the hot water, standing there in front of the bar with our foot onto the railing, me and myself together. And myself will say to me, Well, old scout, you better have another afore you go. It's getting right like holiday weather outside. I hadn't really order, I will say to myself again. But it's a long time to next holidays, ain't it, old scout? And here's all the appurtenances of the season to you, and may it sing through your digestive ornaments like a Christmas carol. Another one, Ed. And then I'll skip around behind the bar and play I was Ed, the bartender, and say, Are they too sweet for you, sir? And then I'll play I was myself again and say, No, they ain't, Ed. They're just right. Ask that feller down by the end of the bar, Ed, to join us. I know him, but I forget his name. And then I'll play I was the feller and say I hadn't order have another, but I will. For it's always fair weather when good fellows gets together. And then me and myself and that other feller will have three more, because each one of us wants to buy one. And then Ed the bartender will say to have one on the house. And then I'll go to sleep again and hibernate some more. And don't you call me out of that there room till along about noon on the second day of January. I'll be alone in there with my joy and my grief and all them memories.
End of section 9